Did you get in? Uh, probably five minutes, guaranteed. At least. At least. Well, this will be a. Uh, hopefully, switches the old juju here and get some runs here in the Boston game. I've I've watched majority of the game, and what I'm seeing right now is a lack of effort to get anyone home. Hmm. Meaning, it's no, just, they're not facing like rollover ground balls. Yep, they're not trying to like advance the runners when they're in scoring position or trying to get them in the scoring position. They're just like you said. I think these guys are just obviously. It, I have money on the game, so my perspective is biased. But it seems as if they're trying to get this game over with as soon as possible. Yeah, we got fucking uh, burgers and dogs on the mind. One hundred percent already at the clubhouse, guaranteed. Chicken wings and uh-huh. beer. Fucking classic Red Sox move. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, right, well, let's see what happens. My my guess is, let's hear, Christian Vasquez. Uh, oh, my gosh. He's batting fourth. What? And foul ball. Like fouled <laughs> out or just foul ball? Foul ball right down the right field line. Would have been possibly a double, too, but. Uh, if we can get any sort of like rally going by the time Duran comes back up, he's like the spark plug. He bats the leadoff though, doesn't he? Yeah, so I'm saying we got we got some time to go. But I'm, I'm saying like, oh, all of a sudden we can make this like a two one game. It has to go over ten. We need five five. Two one, flip no. the order, get a leadoff double. As the more you start to. Like all we need in your your list is like five things that would never happen ordinarily. Yeah, you're probably stretching. Man, Vasquez ground out. We need like back to back hits, then a home run, then a grand slam by the other team. Yeah, not looking good. I just don't know how did the odd makers make this over under ten? The pitchers that started. Beeks and Davis. Well, Beeks is already out of the game. So yep. he did his job. Well, you never know. There was a game yesterday that was slow in the beginning and opened up like fourth, fifth inning. So we're going to need the uh, same output here. We'll see. We'll see what happens. PJ, welcome. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you on your way to work? No, not yet. I'm like, I'm be getting ready in between here, so. Roger, roger that. Roger that. Speaking well, go work. ahead and go and let us know uh, before you get to that. Let us know how your weekend went. Yeah, I was just about to. Um, hmm. I said, speaking of work, I'm on hmm. day six right now. We've been out in the sun, the Los Angeles heat. Um, it's been about like it feels like 115 degrees outside. <laughs> it's actually not that hot, but it does. No, feel like it. not right now. I'm talking about it's like the first couple of days is just absolutely draining. Uh, yeah, I've been hydrated for six days straight. I'm drinking that element, but it's like yeah, I'm shout out on the element. way to. Yeah, shout out element. That's the only way I'm surviving right now. I'm surprised they don't have a booth there because we've had about 20 people pass out at this show. Well, I'll put the. I'll, I'll, for sure, medics on site, I'm sure. But employees pass out or attendees? Huh? Employees or attendees? Attendees. Yeah, that's, we're, that's we're keeping... standard. For well, sure. they're all dressed up in cosplays and shit. They're fucking in these plastic costumes and shit. It's like it's like they're like like cutting weight. <laughs> they got like the trash bags on them and shit. That's what that's it feels like, like. One of my 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 pet peeves, I guess, is like people who no matter how like ill or handicapped they are, they're still gonna and not handicapped like mentally, but like can't like they're in like a you know like broken leg, so they gotta be like on a you know wheelchair yeah. like that. They're still going to force the envelope and attend these events, you know? Yeah. So you yeah. go to like fucking Disneyland, there's people like you know, on crutches. It's like you're gonna crutch yeah. all the way around Disneyland the whole day. You know, <laughs> people basically stay there for ten hours. It's just like 
absolutely why don't you just wait a couple months and then go when you're fully healthy you know it's the same yeah. thing like when there's like these events it's like uh, so, people are always so talking out you know yeah they, they didn't eat breakfast and shit like that it's just, <laughs> so it's just standard you know this crowd so i'm working anime expo for those that are putting it together right now um yeah you know like <laughs> i don't want to talk shit or nothing but a lot of them you know on the old the old bigger size there so i'm sure they're not like healthy as diets i mean me either working this week you just got to eat what you can like eating at the stands and shit. What stand? They have like food trucks all in the all around the convention center, like hot inside dog. for the attendees and stuff. So. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. Yeah. Water, soda, water. Yeah, soda, water, soda, water. Anyway, so oh yeah, so I'm on day six here. We're using the entire convention. It's it's. I feel like, you know, in Forrest Gump when he runs across the country, I think I have done the exact same amount of steps as he did. Okay, get get your steps in. That's good. Yeah, that is good. But like I said, I'm just dehydrated. Every like I'm drained right now, dude. My back went out last night. <laughs> I'm doing like 10, 12 hour shifts, just standing out there walking around this entire LA convention center. Why just are you fucking... walking around? Like, what? Why? What's That's the job, man? <laughs> what, um, what, like you have to cover the whole entire convention center. Jesus Christ, let me talk. Yes. Uh, we're all our guards. You know how it is with the big events. All the guards are spread out. You got to oversee them and stuff. Because, I mean, yeah, I'm just overseeing a lot right now. And it's, it's, it's you got to walk from wall to wall. And it's just ridiculous. You're mobbing through 100,000 attendees. You can't get anywhere. It's like, hey, uh, we have an emergency over here. All right, I'll be there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's pretty insane. But, um, no, yeah, LAPD's there helping us. They have other companies as well, so it's cool. I met I met one of the guys you guys work with. <laughs> you don't you don't need to say names and shit, but yeah, no, no, no. He, we were talking. He's like, "Are you uh, are you trying to Justin's brother?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh yeah, you guys like look alike. I could tell." <laughs> Jeez. Okay, what I meant to say was, how is your weekend as it relates to sports? Price picks, well, <laughs> I just needed to vent this off my chest, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, weekend went good, man. I so I'm back on prize picks, everyone. You know, mm-hmm. uh, started strong. I hit that first one. My first bet on my return was like Gonzalez and Freed, um, over fantasy scores. They fucking killed it. I, I can't really look at my bets right now, but I've hit, I think, four out of six. In the lot this weekend okay. and i have i have a in one of the bets i didn't take or didn't hit was taken through somebody else you know i sent you guys that picture yeah so i don't i don't count that as a loss for me you know but mm-hmm. that is one of the six bets um other than that i have uh two teamer going right now i need Rafa and the dog to go over games and i had the marlins game under uh, first inning runs, which hit because that game's over. How many games for Nadal? I think it was 20, 22, I believe. No, 22? Wait, no, let me see. Match? Maybe 32. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Let me see here. You guys, I'm going to fucking cut out now probably because of this shit. It's uh, okay, 34. Though. I don't know if it's going to hit. It depends. It's third set already. and It's only at, uh, 18 games. He's up 2-0. So, mm, I, I need a uh, win from the other guy right here. He's already down 40-love in the first game. Okay. <laughs> that one's probably not going to hit. Probably not. I kind of just threw that together like uh, yeah. something okay. to talk about. Because I knew uh, that baseball games were early. Better to rip the old bandit off. Yeah. It's not, yeah, not looking good. We had a couple tennis plays already. It's, it's funny because it's like you get better – competition from the underdogs in the earlier rounds when you would yeah. think like when logic says it might come later because you know win this game or win this match and you advance to the semifinals or whatever but the fucking studs in the men's and women's side they just do their best work like as yeah. the tournament keeps going so yeah we had like a couple over games and uh not even close <laughs> so Tough. Well, I'm probably pivoting off tennis at this point. 
Like I, I t- said, I be- I, was, I made some UFC bets. I'm basically donating to Bovada right now. So mm-hmm. as a as a rule of thumb, though, moving forward with tennis, yeah, it's almost better to limit yourself only betting under total games in women's and only betting overs in men. Yeah, because it seems as if like ninety percent of the time when a woman wins, she's winning two sets to none. Although which means that. I'm saying majority yeah. of the time that's how the result of the match goes. Yeah. Rarely do you see like two one. Yeah. You know? Of course the caveat that obviously is when it's a more like balanced match. Right? For sure. But even in the fucking Roland Garros finals, like doesn't get like I don't know how evenly matched Coco Goff is with Switek, but she still won two zero in the finals, you know, and then it right. went like way under. Right. So, like, if you're going to bet, whether it's, like, bet the game or you're doing prize picks, it's best to stick to under in women's, over in men's. Just, it's not always going to hit, obviously, but that should be your starting point. Hmm. Yeah. And, if you're, and if you're going against it, then you're going against the grain. So, yeah. The only reason I took over in Nadal was because of some research on the guy he was playing. The last time they played each other, they went, like, I think I saw it correctly, that they went pretty, like, far so i was expecting yeah, over 34 games <laughs> for sure the one thing you have to uh factor in is how because you could look at their previous head-to-head but you have to look at where oops my headphone thought you have to look at where they hey <laughs> what's it like a somersault right now or something <laughs> theory yeah theory my yes, goodness. Yes. Hi. <laughs> you have to look We're at, a mess, man. <laughs> you have to look at which surface they competed on at before. So it could be, right, uh, the, yeah. you know, when five sets, they... they were on hard surface and now they're playing on grass. And then you take the over and all of a sudden it's a fucking straight set sweep. You're like, what the fuck? So, right. That's, so that's exactly what happened today. That's exactly what the the article said that these guys haven't faced each other on grass or some shit. Yeah. Really that quick was the... to, um, okay. Side note. Okay. Side note, really quick. Yeah, just really <laughs> quick before it ends. It's two outs for Tampa Bay, and uh, Diaz just like did like a bloop single to short right field, rounds first and gets caught like stuck <laughs> in the, like a pickle. The old pickle. Yeah, like what kind of base running? Shout out to the old Sandlot on this July Fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, let me let me say something. But the uh, uh, Kyrgyz or Kyrgios, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. he was he he uh, played against Sisi uh, Pass, and Sisi uh, Pass. I think I'm saying his last name correctly. He was like ranked third in the world, and uh, Kyrgios just did work on him. Come to find out after the fact, CC Pass is worse surface is grass. So, <laughs> probably everyone, you know, probably should just unload it on Kyrgios or Kyrgios, however you say it. But he yeah, won so, this morning too. I know he did. He almost lost though. I know. He, I he saw went, him like holding his shoulder sometimes. As yeah, like, I think the, I think he's, he's like, nursing his shoulder. Injury. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be fucking Nadal win at the end again. And although, or Fritz, I watched the Hallett match too. Dang. Oh, that's good. She looks dialed bet, in for sure. That bet's looking real good. Yeah. Sure. Put the girl she played on. was like third in the world, I think. I know. The, the Spaniard mm-hmm. just I know. did work. Absolute work. You want to just like mention what you have? Well, yeah, because you said you had watched like a pre-Wimbledon match or something. Yeah, like that. it was it was the Rome tournament, which is on grass too, I believe. Yeah, I, I guess you were saying that she looked real like up to par. Looked like she was ready to, yep. you know, go deep into this tournament. And if I put a future bet to, for outright to win it all. I think it was like plus eight hundred or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think I think when I originally looked at it, though, it was plus thirteen hundred. That was the first line I sent you. And maybe yeah. it wasn't Rome. I think it was uh, it was somewhere in Germany, but mm-hmm. on grass, nevertheless. But yeah, I only yeah. put I only put five bucks on it. It was like five bucks to win like eighty, but still. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no, it's low risk, high reward. Yeah, um, <clears throat> if you can, if you can have some, help, yeah, good, good. I said it helps now that Goff and Swiatek both lost last round. So 
yeah, I'm looking at the bracket right now. She has to she plays against uh, Anisimova, the American. She's only 20. She should be able to smoke her. I know. And then she plays the winner of the two people I've never even heard of. And then, of course, on the other side is uh, Maria, who's strong, and Jabour, who I was saying is probably the other favorite right now. But easy easy walk into the finals for, yeah. for you. So. And then I can hedge the other way. So. Yeah, but I was about to say, if you can have just any sort of discipline, the best way to do these things is fucking futures or like outright winners. It's the best payout. Yeah, sure. same thing with golf, NASCAR, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Just, just take a winner at the end, kind of bet it as you go. But for sure. All right, enough tennis talk. PJ, did you <laughs> watch the fights? No, dude, I was working. I, I couldn't watch well, any of them. Look, my, did the you follow guy, along? Or? I did to the best of my ability. It was probably the most busy day we've had there. So, no, I didn't really get to follow along. I actually don't even know the outcomes, to be honest with you. Okay. I know, I know, Adesanya won. I know something happened in the O'Malley fight to like it was a no decision or no contest. Um, I know Cerrone lost because I had a bet on him. <laughs> Jeez, here's here's uh, okay. I went two for two on the prelims though, and I think I think the same on the main card. Two for two. I have a couple of gripes about UFC. I think it ended up being a pretty good card from top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch the pay per view part, but I didn't either. The early wow. prelims and the prelims were, um, yeah, they were entertaining for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's my my gripes, and I'm already forgetting one because I had three. Now I'm already, I can only think of two. But number one, I'm like over the people getting on like a big card. And it being their last fight. And you had two of them, Jessica mm-hmm. I and Cerrone. Really? It was Jessica's last fight? Yeah. Yep. Huh. It's just not, it's not like, like, whatever. You could have just said you didn't want to, you were retiring. You didn't have to, like, to put the gloves down in the cage and shit. Yeah. You didn't have to be on the card, get smoked, both of them. Yeah. And then, it's, oh, I'm retiring. Like, could have given that opportunity to someone else, I think, yeah. in my opinion. And saved an ass whooping for yourself. Exactly. Jessica, I got dominated. <laughs> dominated by Macy Barber. So it just. Yeah. Like, Macy Barber is the real deal. Yeah. I don't uh, think so. But yeah, go ahead. She, she's tough. I mean, Jessica, I is not very good at this point in her career. Not for but, sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I cannot take the call outs anymore. And I don't know if it's, you guys it's have every seen fight. It. It's become like fundamental now. But it became worse this fight because somehow a lot of cameras were on Cejudo. He was like backstage calling all these people out, like during press conferences and shit like that. And it was so he there he's like a really bad trash talker. No, I mean and, and he just, thrives it off becomes, of that. But it's it, like his like, stick. I know, but it's so silly and it becomes so like like. Uh, Fake. So comparable to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, oh, I want you next week at SummerSlam and shit like that. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's brother. Exactly. <laughs> Henry Cejudo is like calling out O'Malley saying, like, I, I want, like, I want, do you, you don't want this smoke and like bend the Ooh. knee and shit like that. Like, bend Jeez. the knee. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's so like Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. No, it's so, it was so like, like amateur hour. No, that, it's, that's, it's bad. You know what's That's, funny? He's fucking retired. Get out of here. No, he's. I think he's trying to come back and fight someone. I know. Then why did you retire? Stupid. But that's why UFC needs McGregor because he's the best shit talker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you see like the Strickland Adesanya at the press conference? Not really. I saw a clip of it, and that's why I was almost thinking, oh, like, yeah. I did. that's why I, I – I was almost thinking that they were gonna they want Strickland to win, um, because it's like they're trying to find like the next villain, you know. That's Strickland for sure. They're yeah, pushing him as the the he heel. Sucks. He got fucking killed. Yeah. Yeah. So there goes that idea. You yeah, know what's funny, man? I was watching it. He he was like it's kind of how he said it as a post fight like like video he put out. He was actually doing in my eyes pretty decent. 
Like he saw all the strikes coming. He was block. I saw him checking kicks. He was blocking shit. But he just once you start putting your hands out like that, you're done. You're gonna get caught. Hmm. But I think yeah, and 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 I've been saying it. Pereira is the real deal. He wants Adesanya. He'll mow down anyone in his path to get there. And I think he's gonna be the one to dethrone him. I think Adesanya Adesanya is shaking in his boots right now. Maybe I don't think they're gonna get. They're gonna set that fight up yet. It's absolutely next. I don't think so. Because what happens once once that's over? Then what? Like keep rematching? You know, like (laughs) we actually maybe the old trilogy and shit. It'll be like the like the fifth fight if they do a trilogy. I don't know. It just I think that's all that I think you eventually get to, but like I saw uh I don't know if they find the same weight class or someone would have to move up or down, but I saw Bryce Mitchell say he wants to take on Adesanya. <laughs> I feel like he has, idea he's like, the same weight class. Uh, they're definitely not. I think Thug Nasty Thug Nasty, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I, think, I think yeah, I think he's in a lower weight class. He's probably a foot smaller than him. He would get. No, I get it. I'm, I'm, I get it. I know you would, but I'm saying like that's somebody who has like a following and a good reputation and a good record that you could just yeah. give Adesanya to kill some time. Because if you go, like I said, if you go to okay, Adesanya, you're fighting Pereira or whatever, and like Adesanya wins, let's say hypothetically, then what? I mean, it's, it was yeah, the same yeah, thing with John yeah. Jones. They, you just keep throwing him opponents, really. You let him work the way up the no, ladder. At I that know, point, but... he doesn't need to really stay active <laughs> or go up a, a weight class. But exactly. Then that then that weight class just dies out. No one can – it's going to be like the Volkanovski. Like, now he just dominated. Who Like, nobody's going to ever compete with that fall. Okay, well, you can say that with um, – like, you can argue artists. I think Artisani is going to fall, like, soon. Um, so you could say a Volkanovski, you could say it with Usman, like who's going to be Usman, you know? Um, I think you there's got, people in those weight classes say that it with Nganu. <laughs> no, no, but I thought I, I was Nganu until like Cyril Gan came around, and I thought he had a chance. That's why I was like, all right, let's Me fucking too. see it. Me but too. The thing, the thing with those champions like Usman, um, is he. Is that they know that they could win just out pointing, you know, like stealing points in the rounds. They're Which not gonna like, why put, I hate watching their fights. I right, hate them. They're not champion. gonna put themselves in danger, so they're just gonna like you know fight from the outside and just Boring they're just fights. quicker Distance, yeah. defensive fighter. Yeah, exactly. So you're gonna yeah, someone's gonna have to just like all right, I'm gonna try to win in the first round and just try to knock them out. That's you gotta make it ugly. Gonna... Yeah, either first round knocker or just make it ugly. Yeah. But like I don't even know who else the other champions are. But um, if they don't do that, those are going to be the ones that get dethroned sooner. Obviously. Absolutely. So you got you guys didn't see the Volk Holloway fight? No, but I we had Volkanovski in a parlay, and I watched him when he fought uh, Korean Zombie, and he fucking like dominated him. And so I didn't even think Max Holloway stood a chance. That was I think hard everyone, to watch. Everyone caught <laughs> got caught in the hype of. Or like you know, betting with their heart with Holloway, he uh, stood no chance. I was following like the play-by-play on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it just said like from round one, like Holloway, like already cut, just yep. getting pieced up, looks bad. I thought maybe they were gonna finish, you know. The the, the, the press con the presser between both of them, it was so like irritating to listen to. It was just like, so Holloway, what's gonna be different in this fight? You'll see Saturday night. Let's go, you know, like trying to get that. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, dude. First of all, answer the fucking question. <laughs> Second of all, yeah, that was his answer to every question he was asked. Yeah, so this is the third time good. around. Uh, like, how do you visualize this one? You'll see Saturday night. Let's go. It's just, God <laughs> damn, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Did you just wake up and they told you to say this shit? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that, that was like an easy victory. But, but that's I, also I, one thing I can gripe about. Like, I'm done. Like, the fucking, why do you guys have press conferences? <laughs> like, why do you need to hype up the fight to that extent? I mean, yeah. it's a fucking fist fight already. It's already, you know, and that's the highest level. It's. I think, it's uh, I think this goes to show you that 
collectively the pay-per-views have not been worth the money you know i think so i think so like, if you're buying pay-per-views what is it, like once a month or something like that so you're spending 80 what? bucks huh no, it's like eighty bucks. Yeah, so like eighty times it's like 12, like a month, seven, yeah. you're spending like seven hundred dollars a year basically, give or take, you know, a couple dollars. But is the seven hundred dollars a year on pay per views worth it? Or like do you get the same satisfaction as just like you know, following on Twitter or some shit, you know? Right. It actually it actually was better to follow it on Twitter because you kind of just were at the liberty of whatever. And it's not like you're you're paying the money watching it and like, fuck, I know it's gonna happen. Or this guy's already have three zero in a five round fight, like getting dominated. And like, what a waste of money. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, so you had yeah, so you had the freaking no contest. You had the domination by Volkanovski. Domination um, by Adesanya. He went five zero. Yeah. So like, what did you actually pay for? You already, you already knew what like the most of those results were gonna be. Right. You, got yeah, knocked exactly. out the first round. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a, to me, it's just you're never really going to get your money's worth of the pay per view, which is yeah. unfortunate. But, right. But I was, telling, is, I was telling you guys, like, before, after the early prelims, I was like, we're going to see better fights in this, in the prelim, the four fight prelims than we are. For sure. Card, so. For sure. It probably speaking, ended up being true. Speaking of the prelims, Uriah Hall needs to retire. Or, yeah. or I'll bet against him every fight until he does. That full Muniz is like legit, though. Yeah, and we had him in our second leg of our parlay, our first leg of our parlay. Yeah, Duplessis. Yeah, hey, Duplessis, the real deal too. Yeah, yeah our parlay was Volkanovski, Duplessis, and Muniz. It was like plus two hundred or something. Good, good payout. Easy, easy. Hey, that's that's what we look for, Mad man. <laughs> but they were saying he. I think there was people were saying he's in the same weight class as the Pereira Adesanya. I think so. He's he's pretty big. And this fool it just throws haymakers. Yeah, he's fucking dangerous, dude. So I mean maybe like a dark horse. I don't know. The only thing is that those don't really work with a fighter who's like always moving around. No, I that's my whole theory about don't give Pereira Adesanya right now. Just yeah, hey, Adesanya, you're fighting Duplessis. Everyone, fuck yeah, like Duplessis coming off like a fucking crazy victory. That would maybe, be cool. Yeah, be a maybe, Adesanya just, maybe Adesanya just does work on him, but I'm just saying, you don't want to set up your two best opponents right now. And then if Adesanya wins, then, you know, Pereira, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Now who's next type thing? Yeah, just yeah. kills the whole m- momentum of that weight class. Well, I, I see it happening. And if it doesn't, if like Pereira loses, I think he just goes back to like Muay Thai or kickboxing. I don't. I mean, unless he wants to stick around and work his way back up the ladder. But exactly, yeah. So, but I'll, like Uncle Dan has already said, he wants to make the fight. So Here, let, I mean, I, I want, let me bring something up to you guys before. It's I don't. I've never heard it talked about. No one's talking about it right now. So let's be the first ones to talk about it. How long? And we see, we kind of see, um, like a few things that are going on in the mix that are trying to take some people away for for higher pays and stuff like that. But how long before some company comes out and pays like UFC fighters? Because that, that's always like the the wrinkle on UFC is that they don't pay their fighters that that much. Right. So how, how long before we see something like the LIV with the PGA come into play and takes? some of the top players away or fighters away from UFC into like a, a different league or a tournament or something like that. Not, not like the, like PFL or like the, like a minor league. I'm saying something that's same like fighters. Little, just, yeah. yeah. Something like that, where it's going to take some, right, someone uh, that, we want like, come and we're going to pay him like, you know, $50 million or some shit, you know, some shit like that, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, you, no. can't, you can't fight for UFC anymore. I'll tell you, it'll have to be a Saudi league again because I don't think anyone else can like fund that. <laughs> you know, sure they can. They can. But, Dude, they're know. they're gonna see the LIV, like they're gonna put all this money up and they're gonna see that they're gonna get a return on their investment. So yeah. other people who have money, I mean, there's plenty of people that have enough money. You know, <laughs> they just want to see it like be a success first before they consider doing something else. I think. I I would say probably within the next twelve months. You'll see something like that, 
but I think it's going to have to come in the heels of some bad publicity first because it'll make people a little bit more willing to jump shit. The thing about the fighters, like these fools literally only fight for the most part to win the belt. Oh, the strap. Yeah, there's no like significance <laughs> in reality to winning a belt though. And right. so when it just becomes like it, the dominoes will fall with like Justin is saying, like as soon as there's a the first big from another uh whatever uh, whoever is like sponsoring that other league. Yeah, promotion. <laughs> Then they'll just be like, "All right, I'm fucking out. Who cares about a fucking title?" You know? Well, I feel like that's what Demetrius Johnson did. I mean, I, it might have been a trade or whatever, but I mean, I think Bellator paid him out pretty handsomely, better than than UFC was. Yeah, but I'm thinking like, like what the LAV does, as far as I know, is that it it's like less of a requirement, mm-hmm. but yeah. you're making more money. Yeah. You know, so right. like yeah. obviously, like certain fighters in the UFC. They have to fight a certain amount of times to get to a X amount of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's like their that's their annual income, other than like sponsors and stuff like that. So like sometimes they have to fight multiple times a year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the more times you fight, the more damage you take, the more likely it is for you to like and to lose. Sh- you know, and the more losses you get. Yeah, and then the more losses, the, you know, the less you might get dropped from UFC and shit. So like, yeah. if there's an opportunity for fighters to fight like you know once a year or something like that for way more money, I think it's easy decision for you know fighters. Well, they should yeah. maybe maybe a good way to do it. Well, I would of course I would have to think this through a little bit more, but I'm almost thinking in my head like a a a promotion that comes out that completely. Changes the scoring system. Yep, and you and you almost do it as like NASCAR does. We have all these like uh, races, first, second, third, whatever, and just like golf. But like your your base, your overall standings based on like points throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. know, and so like and you and like you have to chase dollar bills, and whoever is in the top, whatever, based on the points from their their previous fights that you get like a big huge like payday at the end you know basically what the fedex cup is with, with the fed exactly that's the biggest payday in golf right mm-hmm. now other than liv but they all you know who cares if you're not winning these tournaments yeah you but fucking the, win yeah. the fedex type, you know right but in order to get points for the fedex you have to play every fucking tournament right <laughs> you have to you have to place high you know that's why you see some of these like no name guys, you're like a top ten. You're like, dude, this guy's a top ten golfer in the FedEx standing. So he's like one of the worst, not the worst, but he's not. He doesn't have any like victories, you know. But he plays every tournament. Like you'll see that shit all the time, right? But I'm saying you can you can use similar style, correct? Different variation of fighting, you know, where like no more call outs, nothing, not bullshit. You're just fighting your opponent, scoring points, and you're fucking giving like your you don't you don't necessarily reward uh, ground control or whatever the fuck it is. I have hey. the answer. Okay, go ahead. They need to bring back like here we go the grand the grand prix like more like a, like a tournament of fights, not like you get one fight every three months. Like I want to see a division tournament, and it plays out throughout the night or like two nights, you know? Because then it goes like you want a point score. Okay, that might you might work against your first opponent, but then if they cut you or tag you up or you know you have damage done to your face, you have to fight a whole different fight the next fight. You know, it's a whole different strategy. I think I think we we talked about this not too long ago about having like a, I, almost like a tournament with different um, like styles. Yeah. So yeah. like, all right, you know, you you're it's like a round robin basically. Yeah. So like day one, you're gonna do boxing. Day two, you because I was watching Joe Rogan podcast with Tim Kennedy and. Mm-hmm. Tim Kennedy was saying in the in the uh, uh, military they have like military uh, like Olympics or some shit like that whatever, but they do something similar with like boxing and then day two is like combat jujitsu or something like that and then yeah. you know day three is a different one yeah so like uh, I could see that turning like doing like a big tournament um, with, with like a point system like you were saying right like add it all together basically and then like the last day is just MMA you know right. Like the playoffs is gonna be like MMA or some shit like that. That'd be that actually that would be fucking entertaining, I think. 
that, that's that's what I was saying, and that's what that's what we talked about a while ago. Is like, um, you want to do like a championship bracket? That's fine. But other than that, you should guys, you should do matchups like that people want to see, like for views, like striker versus striker. Don't go to the fucking the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And turn turn over to you know whatever our fucking sister channel for two Shit. like ESPN three, or I'm just saying like. <laughs> If it's like a not entertaining fight, and it's like ground right. control, or just like you know on the ground, like boo. Yeah, but if <laughs> if, people, if like people are watching the fight, knowing what kind of fight it's going to be, the expectation is going to be less. Like they're not going to expect some sort of like awesome like fight, fireworks, like a wrestling yeah. match. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like people are like this big like headliner MMA. They're expecting like a big show. And it's like sure. totally under underwhelming if they don't perform that way, you know? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Here, here's the last thing that we can get off of UFC. The third time. Pissing me off about not necessarily UFC, but just the, the broadcast in general. Um, is when there is, they have their timeline and then there's a fight with a first round knockout. You have to wait so long until the next fight. It's like half hour. And I was telling Justin, <laughs> I think it was, I forget what fight it was. It was right in the very, very beginning. Oh, it was the first fight. Clark got her fucking elbow snapped in the first round. And but the, two, the, fight, the time between that fight and the second fight, mm-hmm. I was on the right channel because fight for at least half hour. I'm like, what the, did that change the fucking channel That's or something? <laughs> It's it's not that happened. Uh, when we were at the beach wanna, house too. <laughs> yeah, I want to see like you guys just need to update the the time at that point. Okay, first round, you know, submission yeah. or tap out or move it, right, move it bring, forward. Bring out the next fight. Yeah, yeah, bring them out. You know, <laughs> so because it just becomes like boring. Then you get to like listen to nonsense and all these promos and shit like that. And like so, you're just, like, John Anik was talking about nothing really. <laughs> people, People were saying on Twitter, like, I forget what the last fight was before the pay-per-view, but it didn't, it wasn't quite seven o'clock. So people were saying, like, here we go with all, like, the promos for the fights that people already bought the pay-per-view. Like, who cares? We already bought it. Let's fucking start the fights and shit. You don't need to see, like. They keep showing the same promotion they've showed for, like, three months leading up to the fight on the day of the fight. Yeah. So those, yeah. We're here, man. Exactly. So that's where it gets a little whack. They could do a little better with that kind of shit. But, anyways, we're going on like 40 minutes. I don't know if we're going to get any breakdowns for our plays today. So, I might as well just introduce some football talk. What do you think about that? Sure. It's going to be off the top of the head, though. I that's noticed. okay. It's the, the fucking easiest sport to talk about. No, yeah. I, can, I can talk football. Yeah. <laughs> At all times. I was almost thinking that for our our YouTube channel of introducing a segment, maybe more so during the year, of like a like a film breakdown type thing, like a like a quick video of something we can break down. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm like a, like a highlight or whatever that people are seeing, like and like here's why it happened, and kind of just you know going I, through like a, I a think huddle could, type thing. I think to go one step further than that if you do like this is why it happened like you were just saying mm-hmm. like how your bet was won or lost like what point mm-hmm. in the game changed like the course of the outcome you know yeah, for those who are not familiar with football you always thought game of inches blah 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 yeah sure most wins to like, like the yes. amount of back and, and forth those, that happens. There's three to five plays that completely affect the outcome of the game. So, Correct. yeah, maybe we can f- find hunt those out. Other than, like, your normal blowout, 50 to zero and shit. But. For sure. But, like, for us, like, if you're betting on a game and you just, like, just like this baseball game we're watching right now, we have the over 10, and you can clearly see these guys just putting in, like, a half-ass, like, effort on their swings mm-hmm. and shit like that. And so... There's obviously going to be a couple of plays that are going to like, um, like determine the outcome of the game. You don't even have to watch the whole game. You already know how it's going to yeah, end up. Exactly. You know? yep. So yep. That, that can be the segment on our bets for football. You know, pivotal <clears throat> plays type thing. Yep. 
Definitely. So that's something, something we'll do for sure. It's easy. It's so because I've been making some YouTube videos about sports related stuff, but talking football just is like a second language to me. So it's so mm-hmm. easy to just get on there and like break that shit down, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely gonna do something. How like easy that. is it to fast forward rewind uh like a uh video? Uh easy. like if you had, like obviously if you had like a cowboy, uh, how easy is like how much easier is it? Or not as easy. Dep- depends where you are getting the video, but even if it's on Twitter, you just you know click back or the rewind five second type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're screen recording, it doesn't matter. It's easy. That's why you could screen record like a play and just mm-hmm. keep like clicking back to you know where you want to go back to, mm-hmm. talk over it, and it just records everything you're doing. So. Super what simple. Kind of, what kind of computer? Yeah, I have the old Lenovo XY. No, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what kind of computer. I'll, I'll send it to you. But that's why I was asking PJ. I'm, uh, most computers, like newer computers, they have like yeah. the the uh, like the Play whatever Star? the start. The, yeah, yeah. You can just go in there and you could download some variation of it. I'm sure it's not that hard to find like a screen recorder option. You have right. uh, Apple or Windows or whatever. Yep. I mean, maybe I can get it on the laptop. I don't know. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. I'll send you the the uh, the app. Fucking legit. It's called like, um, maybe I have it right here. Clip or chip or. Oh, I'll have to... <laughs> yeah, I don't have my phone. I'll have to send it to you. But yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you guys have been following. Um, Notre Dame has landed some like big time recruits last week or so. What? What'd you say? PJ, uh, I don't know. Oh my god, fucking from outer space. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. So they've got landed some some big time recruits recently. Yesterday they got a uh, four star receiver from California, actually. <clears throat> and uh, what high school? Folsom High School up north. Folsom. Awesome, yep. And uh, they landed a four-star corner like a couple days before that. Let me try to pull it up for really. Whoops. Let's see here. It was uh, first they landed uh, five days ago. Four-star receiver Cam Williams. Then it was uh, they landed this guy. His last name is Jagusha. Offense lineman, number seven ranked player in the country, according to On3. Um, and then it, they landed a four-star corner commit, Micah Bell, and then the four-star receiver. And there's supposed to be like a couple other people uh, committing, coming up. Uh, that they've been like dominating the, the uh, recruiting aspect mm-hmm. i think they have for 2023 they have the number one recruiting class so that's some that's like music to my ears yeah that's exactly what i hear mm-hmm. oh let me try to pull it up really quick that but that's something that you wouldn't you saw a little bit last couple of years but that's something you wouldn't typically see with like brian kelly as your head coach no nope, that's which like is like that. when freeman took over it was like we actually got better you know for sure because yeah, multiple we, ten win like double digit win seasons, you actually get better letting him go and you know bringing in Freeman and stuff for that reason alone, recruiting. One hundred percent because the amount of I, I kind of followed the uh, the beat writers, the Notre Dame beat writers, and if anybody's listening, obviously we're Notre Dame fans, so that's what we're talking about. But <laughs> I would follow the beat writers, and they would just like clown on the assistant coaches and how bad they were at recruiting on a, like a general level. Mm-hmm. And of course, when the Freeman coaching staff took over and they let some of those people go and replaced them with probably the, you and you were in your, uh, your interview, they probably wanted to like see how good of a recruiter you were. And that played like a huge role in like the coaching staff. Especially yeah. during this NIL era too. Oh Yeah. And so the 2023 class, according to 247 Sports, yeah, Notre Dame has the 
Number one overall recruiting class. Who's number two? Alabama. I think no. I think number two is actually Ohio State. Let's see here. It goes Notre Dame, Ohio State, Texas, Clemson, Penn State, Georgia, Arkansas, Miami, Tennessee, Baylor at number ten. Wow. Hey. It looks like Alabama's era is going to come to an end soon. Probably. I think so. They're seventeen. <laughs> They're just not going to be able to compete with the fucking money at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like, and there's nothing to fucking do in Alabama. Exactly. The kids are going to be like, do I want to make $10 million and play at Alabama and work my ass off or go play at Texas and be like the freaking superstar and make you know, yeah. $50 million? And have like you know, three college towns you can go to out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and no income tax in Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. So it just, yeah, that's going to play a big role, I think. There's no, not, there's really no reason for people to choose Alabama. You know, over real. these other schools. Yep. Yep. Interesting. I wonder if that'll impact the NFL at all. Because, like <laughs> I said, like my talking point was, like, why? I think once they get, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think once they get that deal, that money, it's kind of like there's really no incentive to to work harder and go to the next level. Right. In the next five years, you're gonna see players make the NFL that are like. Nowhere near as talented. Right. It's going to be like how PGA is now. Just like no names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, man. So what a what a time we live in right now. You can already you already see that. Like these, you know, the Hunter Renfro's, the people who just don't like, yeah. you know, physically scream NFL, like top tier NFL prospect. And you get like <laughs> the smaller, like the Braxton Barrio. They're just tiny receiver, you know? Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before you're just going to get like a drop off and I guess talent, not, not talent, but like athleticism, I, I would say. Or especially, especially because the the shelf life of the average NFL player, whether it be competition or health, uh-huh. it's probably like around two years anyway. So if you can yeah. get a five to $10 million deal in college, and fucking somehow figure out how to invest that. You don't even need to go that's, to the NFL. Who cares? That's exact. That's exactly my point. Is like yeah. why put yourself through that, like the the pain and shit. You know, and put your body through that when you are basically already set if you invest your money well. Well, it goes. It plays into my theory forever that college football is better than NFL because yep. you're going to start to get a way better product now. Now people are getting paid to play in college. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's fucking. Uh, statistical incentives on these contracts as well. You're going to start seeing a very big elevated uh, product. And yeah. uh, it's going to be way better to see than, than NFL, I think. Most people just watch NFL because of their fantasy team anyway. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I'm a absolutely. diehard like, Charger fan. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. It just seems so like, fake to me. The, the true yeah. allegiance isn't college. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but it's next month. Football starts next month. Yeah. <laughs> can't can't come soon enough. Let me give you guys. There's only a couple. August 27th is the first wave of games. There's about like 12 of them. None of them are going to be good ones. Well, I'll give you some of the marquee ones. So, like I said, we're about next month football. So, <clears throat> August 27th, 9:30 a.m. on Fox, Nebraska plays at Northwestern. So your mm. first Big Ten <clears throat> match. Uh, Under. <laughs> and <laughs> that's about it. The next primetime or the next uh, game of like that's like somewhat decent is uh, I guess Wyoming and Illinois, which is Jesus. <laughs> what a fucking boring game. <laughs> Wyoming plays at Illinois. UConn plays at Utah State, and then the 7.30 on CBS Sports is Vanderbilt plays at Hawaii, which that's probably like a 10-hour flight from Vanderbilt. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably can't fly direct, so yeah. But, um, wow, those are some shitty games. Yep, pretty (laughs) much. That's the worst. It's like football's here, and then, yeah, Fucking really shitty. Wait, Charlotte plays at Florida Atlantic. Really digging deep here. Yeah. 
Idaho okay. State at UNLV, Nevada at New Mexico State. Nine o'clock AM, Austin P at Western Kentucky. Nah, Western Kentucky. I don't know. Lost their quarterback, but Zappy. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so much for talking football today. Yeah, I mean, well, let's uh, think of a football to- topic for tomorrow. Or we can just start breaking it down. I mean, there's not really any point to break it down by division because everything's going to fucking change. Well, we could just hunt out like uh, like total win props for certain conferences or something like that. All right. You want to start with uh, – what do you want to start with? You stay, starting tomorrow? Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, we don't even know what the conferences are going to look like. That's but, uh, it's it's going to be the same this year. It's not going to change this year. Well, I did see that the, the that um, I don't know. I, I I got the dates or the years mixed up, but there was talk that whatever whatever teams were going to go two years from now, that they may try to go next year because they don't want to be a year behind the teams that are going to the other conference next year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're just like, sense. fuck it, let's just do it now type thing and pay it. Pay what we need to pay to break the deal type thing. So, who fucking knows? But maybe let's go with uh, maybe we'll talk projected top twenty-five next season. Who's gonna stay in the top twenty-five, and uh, who's on the outside that could make a run into the top twenty-five? Something like that. Okay. Instead of, instead of talking team wins, I want to get a little closer. Okay. I will say this. I will have a, more time to like dive deep into this this week after working today. I cannot wait to be off tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Sounds so, good to me. I'll, have, I'll be on the old laptop tomorrow and everything. So we can we can get all the info we need. <laughs> Sounds good. Justin, will you, will you try to send me the file for this? Dropbox? Um, I'll yeah. try. Yeah, just get it so I can post it so we have something for the week. Absolutely. All right. All right. Yep. All right. Gotcha.